What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It'll just say chapter 29 to 30. Ellie has to take a cold shower because she's to wash the horniness off. <laughs> yeah, because she's in heat now, you guys. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. So here's a quote. The cool water helps soothe my burning hot skin, but it doesn't stop the ache between my legs. No, only something else is supposed to. <laughs> so we find out that Janet was basically a previous fuck buddy who drops by sometimes. Like her and Reagan didn't date. They yeah, they were just fuck buddies, whatever. Ellie gets super angry that Reagan fucked anybody before her, even though he's like three hundred years old. <laughs> Again, so you're supposed to be a three hundred year old virgin, dude. Come on. Should've been waiting for me. Yeah. Um Oh shit. Okay, uh, so she tries to, hold on, I'm just, I'm trying to read this. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, so in the middle of the night, Ellie wakes up, she's super horny, and she tries to ride Reagan while he's asleep, and she says, I know that if I stop for a second, he will regain his senses and push me off of him, so I have to keep him deep in pleasure, or I may never get what I want. Which is him deep in my virgin hole. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you should be laughing. That's, this is, I'd be worried if you weren't laughing. <laughs> what a turn of phrase. Deep in my virgin hole. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, God, well, now you have. I hope no one's ever said it before. <laughs> I want you deep in my virgin hole. I really hope that's not like cut out and made into a sound bite. Oh god. Oh, I'm gonna sew that on a pillow someday, guys. <laughs> oh my god. How old were you guys when you lost your virginity? You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Uh, uh, 17. I was I was 20. 15. Um, yeah. Unless my mom's listening, in which case I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> and if my mother listens, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> I don't think my mom listens. She doesn't like my comedy. <laughs> So then, uh, here's another quote, guys. Get ready. So she's, she's going down on him while he's asleep. His thickness fills my mouth, and I begin to suck him like a straw. And then he starts howling at the moon. Are you all right there? I'm sorry, I can't take it seriously. You're, this is so serious. This is true love right here. You're laughing in true love's face. Because when you said like a straw, I'm like, that's not how you're meant to do yeah. that. And then he starts hanging and I'm like, maybe it is how you Maybe I'm wrong. I, just, I don't think, I don't think I've, I've never done it like that. And I haven't I been I, wrong. I, I just picture you're, you're going down and he's going, Arr. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> like what your dog was doing earlier. I just say, I, do, I just can't take it seriously. What was your dog doing in the room, actually, when he was howling? <laughs> I don't want to know. I leave him to it. Oh, no, God. He has, her, he has a loaf at the couch. That's all I know. Okay, well, at least, you know, he takes it out on a couch and not some human girl. Um, in her virgin world. <laughs> in her virgin... Oh, my God. Okay. 
So then Reagan decides to handcuff her to the bed again, and he has the audacity to turn to Ellie and say, you tried to rape me. What? Yeah. He's like, he accuses her of being a rapist. Which, I mean, she that she definitely is. She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. That's what she's doing, but that seems yeah. to just be the done thing around here. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's like, he literally was trying to do the exact same thing to her. Exactly. Even though I know she did do that. She did. But she did like... Because it's he's asleep. You you don't fuck yeah. someone while they're asleep. Silas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't think he listens to this. He hates me. But um, <laughs> but like he took off her clothes at one point. You know, like he he's just as bad as her. Yeah. 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 No, they're both. They're both. Uh, they both don't understand consent. Yeah. But I he, just think it's really like, you tried to rape me, kettle. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they only use the R word in this one scene when it talks about her, you know, trying to fuck him while he's asleep. But yeah. they never, ever, ever use it for, like, when Brad tried to, she said Brad tried to force himself on me mm. in my room. They never said, they never said he tried to rape me. They never said that, what, that, what, that's what Reagan did multiple times. Yeah. But that's also, again, very concerning of the author. Yeah. Like, she's kind of condoning what the guys are doing. Yeah. But not what Reagan, or sorry, Ellie is doing. Yeah. Cause you know, it, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's very, very twisted. It is. It's really, again, yeah, because Ellie is totally, she's, yeah, kind of a rapist, yeah. but... I mean, there's no but. She's kind of a rapist, and these guys are as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't mention that. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the same standard should be applied to all of the rape going on in the book. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I think I think the reason why they shame Ellie when she does it is because it's not sexy if a woman tries to take control. Mm. If a man tries to take control by raping, oh, that's sexy, and we should and we should encourage that. But if a woman does it, don't. Mm. encourage it well then it's just not a very nice thing to do it's not a nice thing to do so now we're in chapters 31 to 33 they go down to breakfast the next day everyone's there including janet and joanna those whores and ellie just decides that she hates janet she's like i hate this girl even though janet i should say has been nothing but sweet to ellie so far yeah i mean janet ends up being a total bitch later of course but like they always do they always do but so far we don't know that yeah. Janet's been nothing but nice. Ellie has no reason to dislike her, except that she smells bad, I guess. <laughs> Maybe she can smell Reagan on her? No, because no, Reagan, because she's been out of the country. Like, she's been yeah. away for, you know, she smells like the sea or yeah, whatever. Sure. Um, it's just because just she's another woman. It's like, mine. Yeah, she's another woman who's not, and again, she only likes women who are related to Reagan. Mm-hmm. Because they're less likely to fuck him, but not not not. There's like it's not like there's a zero percent chance that they won't fuck him. No, not in this book. Not in this no. book. No, I don't even know if we should call this a book anymore. Um, but anyways, so then uh, it turns out Janet has to stay at the mansion for some lichen business. She's there to help with the investigation of like the sex trafficking, and Reagan decides to take Ellie on a date. And this is like Ellie's first date she's ever been on. Because now it's like, okay, we both feel the mate bond. We're both attracted to each other. So now we're both happy and I can let you out of the house without you handcuffed. Right? And so they're having a nice little time. 
Ellie teases Reagan. She's like, you're being really romantic with me. You haven't, I haven't seen this side of you before. And he's like, well, you're not an easy lady to show my romantic side to. And then she's like, hey, now that we're like being open with each other, I don't think it was cool of you to lock me up like I was your property. And also changing my college without my consent. Like that's, you know, it's kind of, you crossed a boundary there. And then he tells her, you act as if you are innocent in all of this. Let's not forget that you keep breaking my rules at every point. How dare she? (laughs) Yes. And then she says, I don't deserve to be treated like a child, Reagan. This is my life we're talking about. Valid point. Mm. And then he says, you are mine. So yes, I do own you. And then she starts screaming at him. She says, bullshit. And she walks away from their date. He orders her to come back. She refuses. So he runs after her, twists her arm behind her back, throws her over his shoulder, and carries her to the car. And then, and against her will again, and so then he throws her in the car, and he just stares at her, and then she starts feeling guilty, and then she's like, wow, I overreacted, and I caused a fight between us. This is all my fault. And he's like, yeah, it is, but I forgive you. What? <laughs> Yeah. That's just literally is the what? She was standing up for herself saying, I want to be independent. I want to go to school. And yeah. he's like, you're my property. And she walks away from the situation. Yeah. He twists her arm and carries her to the car. And she's like, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's my bad. Yeah. Like, that's all my fault. Yeah. What is wrong with this author? I can't mm. even think of... And I was like, even, even when she's raising the point, it seems like she's like, hmm... Yeah. I just feel like maybe in an ideal world in our relationship, you like maybe wouldn't chain me to the bed for four days at a time. Yeah. If that's not like a ton to ask. And he's like, that is a ton to ask. That's bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, straight up admitting that he treats her like a child. Mm. I think he likes the idea of fucking a child, you guys. I think he enjoys the idea of he's like a lichen pedophile. Yeah. But yeah. like the age gap alone but as well like we've seen it from like when the sex trafficking comes up he's turned on yeah 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 so i think i think like for them i think for lichens because they're so fucking old that like there's really not much of a difference between a 12 year old and a 19 year old like in the grand scheme of things yeah Mm. especially because ellie said that she was like really skinny yeah. She probably doesn't have a lot of boobs, you guys. She's probably, like, she's she probably has a bit of, like, a immature-looking figure. Yeah. So. Just thinking about, yeah, she probably looks younger than she is. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And the fact that she's inexperienced and naive and kind of innocent when it comes to, like, sexual stuff. And he, like, really, really likes that. Mm. Yeah. He likes the control part. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're on chapters 34 to 36. And then she's feeling really guilty about ruining the date. And then she's like, you know what? Reagan was actually right to move my classes online. And just to be with him, I am ready to do anything. This is so... This is so Stockholm syndrome. It's, like, it's, it's even more than that. It's like... Like, this is kind of glorifying abuse. Like, domestic it is. abuse. It's like, if you are abused, then it, yeah. but the man knows better. It's always... That the man knows better and the woman is wrong no matter what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's that thing of like, well, I'm going to do what I have to do to make this relationship work, which is just be abused. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have to do anything. She's like, hey, can you 
maybe not freak out if I visit my parents. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah, and like, it's it's like, he's so much power because he's rich. Her parents can't do anything. Well, and also, yeah. he's a prince too. Like, yeah. he could literally murder her parents and get away with it because he's a prince. Like, he, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. So, he could do that. Um, anyways, back at the mansion, Janet keeps trying to be nice to Ellie. Ellie is just being super cold to her, calling her a bitch. And then when they're alone, Ellie is just straight up like, Janet, you can drop the facade. Quit pretending to be nice to me. And then Janet just changes like 180. She's just like, you're right. There's no need to be nice since we're alone. It's really exhausting being nice to you anyways. And then she just straight up tells Ellie, she's like, I hate you. And I'm in love with Reagan. And Reagan's going to fall for me. And he's going to ditch you and fall for me. And you're not good enough for him. And I'm going to steal your man, bitch. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know why Janet's openly saying this to Ellie when Ellie can literally go to Reagan and be like, this is what she said. And then he would turn Janet away. Yeah. But then Janet... But would he, though? No, he actually would. Because he's, like, so obsessed with their relationship that... But he also likes to fuck with her mind. Like, yeah, he likes to be jealous and shit. Oh, yeah. that's true. Like with the maid. He didn't fire the maid, yeah. yeah. But then but then Janet, she says, I know you're going to go tell on me to Reagan because you're insecure that he still likes me. So then Ellie's like, I'll show her that I'm not jealous and I'm not going to tell on her and continue to let her living in the mansion. And that will show her. So. Big brain energy, guys. She's... Ellie's oh, yeah. really smart. You, Some nice mind games going on there. Yeah. Like, that's also kind of showing, like, her immaturity as her age as well. Kind yeah. Of. Like, that's kind of like, I'll show you. Kind yeah. Of thing, you know? That'd be like, like, if I was in school and, like, let's say, like, someone slapped me and they'd be like, huh, I bet you're going to go tell the teacher because you're weak. I'm like... I mean, I am going to tell the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, absolutely, I am. I absolutely am. Like, you can say whatever the fuck you want about it, but I'm going to get you suspended, bitch. Like, <laughs> so, but Ellie lets it get to her. And I feel like this author, I don't, this is written for, like, adults, but I feel like this author must be a teenager because I have read books like this that were written by teenagers. Like, the last book was about vampires and it was very similar to this with like all these old fucking vampires acting rapey like moany teenagers and it was written by a teenager mm. like i yeah. just don't think this person like i don't uh, sorry to the author but i don't f- think highly of them just of the way of their writing i don't think you have to apologize for that no but I it's that's like fair. i i think they're very it sounds like they're very inexperienced of like Sex and love. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's like an I mean? immature view of yeah. relationships and of, of how people interact. And it's just like, yeah, every other yeah. woman is just trying to fuck your man and they're not their yeah. own people. And like teenagers think like that yeah. sometimes, I think, and get jealous yeah. very easily. And then you grow up and you realize that like not everyone is trying to sleep with your partner. And if they are, you have to trust your partner. And you get over that completely. And it kind of, yeah. for yeah. a lot of people, just goes away. Well, like, I remember when I was in school, I was jealous when, you know, a boyfriend of mine would talk to other girls. Mm-hmm. You get that when you're immature. Yeah. yeah. And then, like you said, when, when you get older, you just get over it. Yeah. Because like, this sounds like words from a teenager. Like, it doesn't sound like it's written by an adult. An adult. I don't think it is. Because, like, yeah. like I said, the, the last book I read 
was written by a 15-year-old. Yeah. Um, and, and that one had also millions of, had been read millions of times. <laughs> and this one, I yeah, they have this such twisted view of the world. And I don't know about you guys, but yeah, like, kind of like what you said, you gotta trust your partner. Like, I've, I've been in situations where, like, you know, like, uh, Paul and I would be at a bar, and I remember once, like, there was, like, a girl that was, like, flirting with him, and... I mean, I didn't, I didn't do anything because I'm like, I know he's not gonna be like Betsy. I'm leaving you for the girl yeah. at the bar, and also to be fair, she wasn't doing anything wrong. Like she didn't see me with he, he like he went up to go get drinks. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't like touching him inappropriately, but you know, I yeah. could tell she. And then he came back and told me like, oh, she was flirting with me. I'm like, oh, she didn't do anything wrong because yeah. she didn't know you were with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there was this when I was dating a guy. This girl was his. She was actually in college with me, but she was best friends with my ex. Uh-huh. Like, um, she would tell me constantly that people called like her, let's say, the future Mrs. Mrs. Smith or whatever, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, she would openly say that to me constantly. And yeah. then she'd be like, oh, you know, his parents are just waiting for me and him to get together. And what, was this girl, yeah. she was, was she your friend? Supposed to be. Oh, fuck and, her. And like, I like was jealous, like, because she was doing it pissed me off yeah yeah so but like being an adult i pulled him aside into the room and i said look she's making me very uncomfortable yeah this is making me very upset yeah you know yeah like he reassured me and things like that and i know they haven't gone out since we've broken up anyway yeah do you know what i mean because we still have have the same kind of circle of friends kind of yeah Mm. but it's like because I was an adult, I could deal with the situation better by mm-hmm. talking with my partner and expressing how I feel. Yeah. While as this just seems like she's just going purely on emotions. Yeah, it's purely emotional. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. I, if this is a teenager, I'm concerned of what their view of relationships is. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, the whole thing yeah. is just very teenage and very high school. It's like yeah. Brad and Stacy are the popular kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, they didn't like me. And then I went and I got hot and I came back. And then this, like, you know, yeah. guy who's way better than all of them is completely in love with me in this really unhealthy way. But I don't get that it's unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually really hot when people uh, like you so much that yeah. they abuse you. You know, like it's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is how, this is how women get murdered. Men yeah. become obsessed with them, and then they murder them. That's like that's what happens. Yeah. And there's a way of doing these kind of, uh, you know, stories about relationships or stories about obsession uh, in a way that's kind of like ex- like psychosexual exploration, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was a proper way to deal with it. But it's just not a nuanced view of it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it just it just comes across as that really immature point of view where it's like I don't understand that what I'm saying is problematic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, deeply concerning. And I just, I also ha- kind of hate this idea in a lot of these romance books. And like Twilight had this too, where it's like the only person that matters to you is like your soulmate, and no matter what they do, you have to stand by them. Yeah. And that's not. It doesn't matter who the person is in your life. Could be your own parent if they treat you if they cross your boundaries or something you should not have that person in your life because it's bad for your well-being it's Mm -hmm. so bad for your mental health and you should not if they really loved you and cared about you they wouldn't treat you that way yeah yeah 
And this, and it's weird because this book seems to be all premised around the idea that like everyone has a soulmate and the soulmate bond is the most important bond. Yes. Except then they're still walking around being like, well, he's going to leave you for me because he's going to prefer me soon. They don't seem to understand the universe that they're even. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like when you have that soulmate bond and again this is like some magic shit we're talking about and everyone knows if two soulmates find each other and choose to be with each other then they are literally not attracted to anybody else i mean the only reason that happened with brad and he chose stacy which was very extremely weird and rare was because he felt like oh maybe ellie's like too weak to be the the future female leader of this pack yeah and he didn't really find stacy attractive actually like he was still lusting for ellie yeah he probably just picked stacy purely on her wolf abilities or whatever yeah because there was even that point where he was like trying to make out with ellie in the hallway stacy sees them and he's like i don't give a shit about you stacy i don't care if you see me doing this like he did not care about her because in this universe, if you have a soulmate bond or something, then you don't find anyone else attractive. And they all know this. Yeah. Mm. But they still go off with other people. Or attempt to. Like, it doesn't really make sense. They still get fucking jealous. And it's like, I know my boyfriend finds... I mean, I also hate how people are like, oh, you, you if you're with someone, you should not find anyone else attractive. Mm. Like, where you, I, I see, like, hot guys on the train and on the bus, whatever. I don't go up to them and, like, ask for their number or anything. I don't do that. Yeah, Yeah. you didn't suddenly become blind. Yeah, exactly. I didn't suddenly become blind. And, like, sometimes I'll even be out in public with with, uh, my boyfriend and I can... I kind of know his type. And so sometimes I, like, I might see him, like, doing, like, like, a little sneaky peek at some girl's butt and I'll just be like, yeah, she does have a nice ass. And he's like, yeah. But, you know, he's not going to run after her and be like... Like, (laughs) And again, this soulmate thing to me is damaging because it gives this idea that like you don't have to work on relationships yes um and that it requires no effort on your part to be a good partner yeah Yeah. you just are meant for this person or not meant for this person when Mm -hmm. again in real life being a good partner requires work yeah Yeah. and like you were saying when you're talking about lana Mm -hmm. she ends up with the, the alpha from the other pack yeah you say they're miserable yeah they're miserable like they're stuck together Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to be like they don't they work on anything. It's more like the it's more like she the whole idea of working on a relationship in this book is just the woman obeying the man. Yeah. yeah. And so like Lana and that dude, the alpha dude, the completely different life goals, completely opposite life goals. Mm-hmm. And poor Lana is like stuck I just say she's stuck in a society. We live in a society, guys. <laughs> But she's trapped in this society where it's like, your dreams don't matter. And what if she ended up finding the cure for cancer? Yeah. Yeah? Fuck. But then they're like, no, it's cooler to be the the, the wife of a werewolf mayor, I guess. <laughs> like, that's kind of what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, What's up, you sexy bitches? Thanks for listening to episode six of our review of Prince Reagan. Stay tuned for episode seven, which starts off with Reagan getting so mad at Ellie that he goes for a naked midnight run, because that's, that's, that's normal, yeah. Anyways, uh, I have been your host, Betsy Spear. My comedian guest stars have been Saoirse Smith and Ren Forsyth, and this has been Bad Book Bash.